Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today's episode, we're going to talk about how good it feels to be provided for and the journey from going from, you know, being uncomfortable receiving to being comfortable receiving. And I went on this journey myself. And so I know really a lot of the ins and outs and how difficult it actually can be to receive and to receive fully and to be completely open to being provided for. And I know that a lot of women right now have a lot of resistance to this and it's in our conditioning, it's in our trauma response. It's a collective conditioning that we're experiencing right now. And there's so much softness and just there's literally like a wonderful life on the other side (laughs) and I myself have experienced this so I want to talk to you guys about all of the ins and outs and just how genuinely good it feels to be provided for. Before I start this episode, I just want to also say that you can sign up for coaching with me. I have a three-month program on my website, and you can sign up for a free introduction call on my website. So just go to victoriadevall.com, and you can sign up for your free introduction call to talk with me and see if a three-month coaching um, program is right for you. And and yeah, so you can just sign up right there on my website, victoriadevall.com. And also you can follow me on my social media channels, which are Victoria Duvall on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. And and yeah, so let's really just get into it today, guys. So I want to start out by saying that I know a lot of you guys know that um, because, you know, I posted on a lot of my social media channels just saying how grateful I am for my partner, for my boyfriend, for providing for me and for making sure that I don't have to work a job that I don't like. So you guys know I do work. Obviously, I just was talking about my coaching program. I am a woman's coach and I am an influencer and I do make money from being a woman's coach and also being an influencer. Um, However, my life was not always, you know, just being provided for. um, And my life was not always me being able to be in my purpose. And I know that a lot of women are feeling frustrated and they're feeling burnt out and they're feeling exhausted and they're feeling, you know, the effects of having to constantly take care of yourself and you're trying to... um, do that do everything right and it's so hard because of course women can do everything but do we want to for me that's a no (laughs) for me that's a no right so we have to kind of figure out what we're looking for and I'll say from my journey I started out when I was um, when I became an adult you know before I became an adult of course everyone was kind of using their parents money or some money that they made at their job or something you know when you're 14 15 16 and when I went on dates men would pay for me and I just kind of that was just kind of the way that it was right because I'm like a kid and that was kind of just normal 
but I didn't have any expectations. I was not taught that, you know, men should pay for you or that a man should provide for you. Um, my family kind of taught me this more of this like girl boss type vibe, which is totally fine. Um, but that is what my, that, that was what my internalization of money and, and relationships with men were. And I didn't have any expectations as far as a man paying for me. Um, it kind of just happened when, before I was a, an adult. Um, once I turned 18, my relationship started being able to be faced with these types of things. And because I had no expectations and the only things that I was kind of placed, the only, you know, expectations I was given was, oh, you know, um, you guys should, you can, you can pay 50, 50, like girls should, you know? So I was kind of given that type of understanding. And, um, and then along with the narrative in our culture and in our community and in our, um, in our, in our culture, just right now, as a, as the United States of America, it's very much, you know, kind of talking about 50, 50, about equality and, um, and yeah, And so that was kind of where I was at, right? And that mindset, so pair that mindset of kind of like, I'm not expecting anything financially from a man and then pair that with being codependent and having an anxious attachment and being deeply in my trauma response, right? So from that space, I wasn't willing to look at things that were wrong and I wasn't willing to look at things that were, um, I just wasn't willing to look at at anything that happened that w- made me uncomfortable. So if anything made me uncomfortable, I would immediately try to fix it either by um, ignoring it or by uh, like looking the other way or I would try to swoop in and fix it, um, try to solve it. So I was always I wasn't actually sitting with the the actual problem. Rather, I was trying to fix it so that I didn't never had to actually face it, if that makes sense. So if you're always trying to, um, if you're coming from a trauma response, then you're not actually going to be actively trying to fix issues in your relationship so that you can genuinely move through them in a healthy way. You're going to be coming from a coping mechanism where you're actually just trying to avoid the issues. So you're trying to solve them as quickly as possible so that you don't actually have to deal with them. So that's kind of what the space that I was in. And I was very easily able to be taken advantage of in that space. I'm easily able to be taken advantage of because I'm um, have no expectation from that space, a man who has nothing to offer that is music to his ears, right? That's literally music to his ears. Um, so he knows, oh, wow, you know, I can, um, just take advantage of this girl and I can, um, just really put in bare minimum effort here. Cause she's not expecting much. And that was due to my conditioning that was due to me being you know traumatized me not being comfortable receiving me not being comfortable in myself and also not being comfortable being vulnerable and so all of this comes down to really two things not really feeling your deep sense of worthiness and also fear of being vulnerable so I want to talk about one kind of phenomenon that kind of really highlights this In girl rap, 
um, there is, and just in girl mainstream culture right now, there is this one side that's kind of like 50-50 equality. Like, how are we supposed to solve, you know, patriarchy if we don't be equal to them? Which, no. And then second of all, there's another side that says, you know, use men, take their money. Um, you know, they're glorifying like sugar babies and glorifying, um, you know, just using men for their money. And both sides are equal in coming from a very wounded space and in a space where they're uncomfortable, genuinely being vulnerable and they don't know their worth. Both sides are coming from that space. And so I want to talk about the one side where it's, um, you know, just take his money, like, you know, he's whatever. So from that space, um, you all you need to do is be a wounded woman to be in that space. You don't need to know that you're inherently worthy of good things. You don't need to know your deep worthiness and know that you're so worthy of receiving. You don't need to have deep respect and reverence for a man who's providing for you and genuinely be so grateful and love him so deeply or just be grateful that um and and in your vulnerability that a man is paying for you and providing for you so you don't need to be in any of these vulnerable or um abundant spaces right you just need to be in this very wounded um, more aggressive manipulative space and that has nothing to do with femininity and no it is not dark femininity you know a lot of times people just make wounded women they use that and they'll say oh that's dark femininity no that's that's not that's just called being a wounded woman um dark femininity is about being in your power it's about speaking your truth it's about feminine rage but you're coming from a centered and hearts heart-led space that this has nothing to do with dark femininity so a lot of people talk about that I even saw it from a mutual of mine on TikTok the other day, and it's ju- it's just not correct. So, um, so yeah, that's not dark feminine energy. That's just being a wounded woman and coming from a manipulating and trauma based space. That's it. So, coming from that space, it's very comfortable because you don't you are not required to do any inner work. And I'll tell you my journey. So I realized that, hey, I actually feel totally comfortable receiving money, asking for gifts, asking for things from men who I don't actually like. However, when it comes to men that I actually like, then I can't, I feel very uncomfortable. Then I feel like, oh my God, no, you don't have to do that. Oh my God. And so what happens there? What's the disconnect? And I realized, I remember seeing this one page talking about this. Her Instagram, I believe, is Magnetic Feminine. I saw this maybe years ago. And it kind of opened my mind. She just kind of said one thing about it. And I, I really, um, it really changed, you know, my perspective on it. And so the truth is that when you are in these spaces, one requires you to be in your genuine feminine energy one requires you to be um open and receiving and vulnerable and then the other where is that like just take his money girl use he like you know use him control him you know fuck him like you da 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 all that that is coming that doesn't require any sort of um genuine vulnerability it doesn't require any sort of femininity it doesn't require any sort of um openness or receiving all that it requires is coming from a wounded space and being manipulative and actually more being in your masculine right um so so for me i realized you know hey i can receive money from men that i don't like um but for men that I do like, I, I genuinely get so anxious about it. So as time went on, um, as I 
became 18. I didn't have this, this more of this like anxiety around it. Um, but then once I started interacting with men, I started gaining this anxiety around it. And I remember one thing that really traumatized me was I was dating this guy who was broke, but like pretended to be rich and his card would decline all of the time. So we would be at dinner or we would be at the grocery store and his card would decline and he'd have to be on the phone and I'd be so anxious and so uncomfortable and I would just get so anxious that I eventually just was like, no, just I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go to the store. I don't want to go to dates like just I would get I didn't want to be in those situations anymore because his card would constantly decline. So I would be like, I don't want to be around these situations. They give me such anxiety. And every time that there's a situation where you have to pay for something, I get anxious And so I had this sort of trauma after this relationship ended um, around being paid for or having a date or going on an experience because I would get so anxious. Oh, my God. What if his car declines? Oh, my God. I don't want to do it. Oh, my God. And um, on top of that, I realized that I did have a lot of... um, walls and barriers around me so this is a little bit separate that's just one wound and then here's another I had another a lot of wounds around my heart a lot of walls around my heart and being in my genuine vulnerability and my genuine openness and my genuine surrender around a man made me feel extremely uncomfortable because I had only ever chosen men who were not worthy of my vulnerability and who were not worthy of my surrender and who were not worthy of my openness so they strengthened my attachment to the idea that, oh, you know, I should, I should not open up. I should not be vulnerable. I should not genuinely be in my safety and my, I didn't even know what that looked like because I had never experienced it. So as I started getting older and as I started saying, you know, I am, you know, as I became dedicated to healing and I became dedicated to changing my life and I became dedicated to Um, evolving into a new woman and evolving and leaving behind my old life and the shackles of my old experiences and stepping into my new life, I started looking at these things. And, um, And so I realized, you know, I have just strengthened this idea multiple times because I dated multiple men that I never felt truly emotionally safe with. I strengthened this idea that it was never safe for me to truly be in my softness and in my genuine openness and not just my emotions because my emotions were easy for me to go into my crying, my emotions, my love, my oh my God, all of that, not that, but your genuine when you feel safe, your genuine openness, your genuine vulnerability. I had never really experienced that so I had so many walls around that space and so when it came to being um, paid for I felt so uncomfortable and I felt so vulnerable when it came to a man that I actually genuinely liked paying for me and so what that took for for me to change that was for me to first recognize what I wanted I realized as I began doing the deep inner work, I realized, okay, I want a man who actually provides. I want a man who provides, who's proud to provide and who I can be in my receptive and safe and genuine open energy with. I want a man who, because for me, providing means that you're so proud to take care of me and protect me and provide for me and and love me in that way and allow me to be deeper in my feminine, allow me to be deeper in my receptivity and in my openness and in my softness and literally just in my soft life. Like, I want a man who is proud to bring me more deep into that, to bring me deeper into that. 
And so I realized this, right? So I realized what I wanted. And I also realized realized my blockages. I have these blockages around this. I have this anxiety around receiving. I have this fear around being truly in my openness and in my receptivity. I have this also this fear that, you know, a man will ever... Um, comfortably be able to to do something for me it's always going to be stressful um it's always going to be something that he shouldn't be doing so I'm just going to say no like if he buys me um for example my man is taking me on a vacation next week obviously he's already taken me on vacation because he you know moved us to Costa Rica and then he's taking me on a birthday trip next week um to this vegan resort that I'm so excited about you guys will see it on my Instagram on and on my TikTok um I'm just literally so excited to go but um but yeah so you know something like that feeling like um wow like you know it will always be this stressful anxious thing that he shouldn't really be doing like I what I'm really saying is I can't trust a man with himself and I need to micromanage him so that is again this this fear that you're never truly safe and you need to control and that you need to um that you need to micromanage and that you can never really be in your receiving because you always need to be doing something to control and that it's never going to be truly right unless you have some hand in it and so for me, I realized all of these wounds, right? And I realized where I wanted to go. And so I started actively practicing receiving. I started actively practicing being vulnerable. I even, um, there's this, uh, this it, it ties into everything, right? So for the femi- the woman's ability to receive is directly tied to how worthy she genuinely feels and how safe she feels in her own body and how connected she is to her femininity. So for me, it had to do with everything. So even I remember seeing a creator that I really like, Hitomi Machizuki. I saw on her YouTube that she had posted that when she was really trying to connect with her yoni and with her femininity and with her self-pleasure, that she would start doing these um, these self-pleasure routines that when she was about to orgasm, um, she would be telling herself, you know, you're so worthy of pleasure. I'm so worthy of pleasure. I can't wait to experience this pleasure. I'm, you know, you're just so worthy. You're so worthy of this pleasure. And I also did that a few times after I saw her and um and that really puts you deep into this receiving energy where you genuinely fill yourself up with how worthy that you feel and so for me just kind of reprogramming you just have to identify where you're at and where you want to go and then be really honest about where you're at where your blockages are and then um set standards so it doesn't mean that you don't have that you have to fully be there for example when I met my um boyfriend my beloved Jeremiah, <laughs> when I met him, I remember telling him very early into our, our um, relationship, hey, you know, I have some blockages on uh, around receiving that I really want to work on. So when we're um, dating, you know, um, and we do things, it's just going to be like, you know, a practice for me. And I might have some some responses that come up where I'm saying I'm feeling really anxious or I'm trying to avoid things, but I really want to face those head on. And I really want to work on them together. He was really excited to work on that. But even prior to that, set standards that have to do with the life that you want to live. For example, I set standards that I want to date a man who is a provider. I want to date a man who can, who is actively excited to be a provider. Don't ever try to force a man to be a provider. Don't ever try to change a man to be a provider. There are so many men out there who genuinely take pride in providing and protecting their women. Um, so, 
that was a standard for me. And you can see this in the way that the man shows up for you. So not only set that standard and make it very clear, but also just look at the actions. And if the actions don't align, then leave. So for me, you know, seeing um, how he's showing up with paying for me in the beginning of our relationship. Um, you know, is he taking me on dates? Is it, you know, is he excited to take me to new experiences? Is he excited to pay for my meals? What does he communicate around this? You know, for me, very probably, I think the first day that we met, we had a conversation about what I was looking for um, in a man as far as providing. And I, I explained it and he he explained to me what he was excited to do as far as providing and how, you know, he's always taken pride in wanting to be a provider and provide for his wife. And, um, and for me, I explained what I was looking for. And, um, and, and yeah, and of course I didn't say like, you know, I'm looking for a, a, you know, to be a stay at home girlfriend, but I did say, you know, I do, you know, I really would love to be provided for by a man so that I can be deep in my, um, receptivity and in my softness and I'm not always worried. And so that I can really pursue my soul's passions. So it really means a lot to me. I really want to be with a man who really takes pride in providing for me. And, um, and yeah, so just explaining it in that type of way where you're really you know tapping into the truth and you're not just coming from this space that again lacks vulnerability where you're like a man should just provide for me like I you know he should just do this and that and that and you know whatever you know that's really again even speaking from that type of language really cuts you off from your vulnerability and your openness and your actual desires and um and yeah, and when you get into this kind of expectant state where you're like, he should just do this for me and that, you really lose sight of how much you appreciate um, what he does for you. And when you get with a really good man, you're really going to appreciate it an incredible amount. And so for me, um, I am now I'm going to kind of transition into me saying, talking about how good it feels to be provided for. Um, it feels so good. It feels so good to be with a man who genuinely takes pride um, in providing for me and who makes it a priority in his life and who's very motivated to provide for me. To me, it's an honor to have my man use me as motivation to when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, perfect his craft or to find new streams of income or to um, really dedicate himself fully to his career. It's an honor to be the motivation behind his drive. It's genuinely an honor to receive that level of 
dedication and devotion and love from my man um because my man loves me so much and wants genuinely to create a life for me that I feel really you know happy and and about he then is so much more dedicated to his life because he wants to create that for me and I remember even in the beginning of our relationship him saying that you know he was like wow meeting you was the fire that I needed was the like motivation that I needed he was like I've never felt more motivated in my life than I do right now because I genuinely want to give you everything and I want to provide for you and I want to do all this and that for you and I know that I need to really be dedicated to myself and to my craft and to my life and to my career and um and you're my motivation and cut and hearing that just puts you so deeply into your heart and you just feel like wow you know I it's like indescribable you just feel so grateful and I remember even the other day crying in the kitchen because I um Jeremiah and I were we were in the kitchen and um he had been on the phone with one of his guy friends and they were talking about providing for their women and how their women are able to be so much more in their feminine and how proud that they were that they could provide for their women and how that they could um allow their women that space to um to be and to relax and to create and to be in their actual purpose. Like for me right now, for example, in my purpose, doing my podcast, um, coaching women, really dedicating my time to that without being stressed about bills, without being stressed about making, um, having to pay my rent and, and do all this stuff and just being stressed without having to be stressed and to be in my purpose. And, um, and from that space, um, I can be so much more valuable to our relationship, right? Because I'm not stressed out. And, um, and so for me, so he, we were in the kitchen talking about that and he was just talking about, you know, how proud he was of me and, um, and how excited he was to talk to his friend about, you know, me, all the things that I'm learning and all the things that I bring to him and all of the ways that I enhance his life through me being in my femininity. Um, and I remember, um, crying because I was like wow it just means so much to me like I genuinely feel it in my heart and in my soul that you know to feel so loved and so devoted to and to feel that you feel that I'm so worthy it amplifies my own worthiness you know so to feel so worthy um and to feel that reflected outside of me in another person to feel that you also feel that I'm so worthy and to for all the things that you do for me just crying about all the things that you do for me like he does everything for me he's literally the backbone of my life and he makes my life so much easier and so much more comfortable and so much more relaxed and to experience that and to just have a man genuinely want to do that for you is so you know it like transforms your heart and for me um I was when I when me and Jeremiah met I was working a job that I absolutely hated it made me miserable it was really bad for my health it was just awful and I would work like 10 hour shifts and I would work so long and I was trying my hardest to show up for you guys and to be a women's you know wellness coach or not wellness coach to be a women's coach and to be a influencer and to you know make my YouTube videos and I was trying so hard to show up in my purpose and to write my book that I want to write I was trying so hard but I couldn't because I was just so exhausted at every moment from this job and 
I was so exhausted. I was burnt out. I was tired. I was stressed. It was bad for my health. It was just awful. And emotionally, it was bad for me. Physically, it was bad for me. You know, I couldn't really, I was trying my hardest to be in my purpose, but I couldn't fully be in it. I was, you know, being traumatized from my job. And it was just really hard. And when I met Jeremiah, I remember he told me the, you know, we started dating, um, I think a very, a week or two after um, we met. And he had said, you know, he was like, I had never really worked so hard and had never got things together so quickly because I was so motivated by getting you out of that job and allowing you to quit that um, I really, you know, pushed myself and, and had more drive and was more motivated. And I remember just feeling like so grateful that, you know, this man really cares about about me and cares about making my life easier and genuinely values me so deeply that he wants to make sure that I can live the life that I want to live. And I remember just, um, I think after a month of us dating, not even a month of us dating, he was like, you know, quit, like quit your job. Like, you know, you, and he had been telling me that for like, you know, oh my gosh, hold on. Sorry, I just got a text and like made the ding sound. But um, he had been telling me that for, you know, since basically the very beginning of us dating because I was expressing, you know, I'm miserable at my job. It's really hard for me. Um, I don't want to work at this job. And so within um, probably three weeks, he told me, you know, um, quit your job if you want um, and start pursuing your dreams and like I'll take care of you like I've got you and start really pursuing the other streams of income that you want to pursue for yourself like start you know really investing in your purpose and and your life and you do what you want to do but you know I've got you on this end like you don't have to work Um, and that to me just still to this day will make me tear up like I could even tear up right now if I wanted because um it just meant so much to me to it just meant so much to me it meant so much to me to have him um to have him gift me with the life that he's gifted me with like he didn't have to do that right but he wanted to genuinely and he's gifted me with a life that I can truly dedicate to myself and be in my purpose and work with women and um and and work on myself and be soft and I've never been so feminine and soft and in my pleasure in my whole life right I've never felt so emotionally safe and so protected and so safe in my whole life and I just on all fronts emotionally he protects and provides you know um, financially he protects and provides and it doesn't have to look like a hundred percent providing I have a friend it really is just about the mindset of your man right like does your man have a provider mindset so I mean of course with dates and stuff he should always pay a hundred percent of it unless you're taking him out as a treat or something for his date or a date or something but of course he should always pay a hundred percent for dates but more I'm talking about the bigger expenses like um you know, rent and stuff like that. It's about his mindset. I have a friend, her man is a provider, but they do 70, 30 with rent. So he pays 70% of it and she pays 30% of it. And, um, 
it's not because he's not a provider. He is. He's literally providing and he makes it so that she doesn't have to um, work a nine to five job. But she's also, she found other streams of income. So because she has to only pay 30% of rent, she's able to relax and she's able to pursue her other forms of income, her online business, her, you know, other things that she wants to do. And from there, she's actually doing what she wants to do and she doesn't have to, um, be so stressed and then she can um, contribute in the way that he needs right now because if he could he would pay 100% as she told me but he's paying um, 70% because that's what he can do right now and he's like babe you know I want to do this right now and so that's what she said that her her man does and they have um, multiple kids together um, but yeah so from that space he's also a provider a hundred thousand percent he makes it so that she doesn't have to work so that she can be in her purpose um, but that's just the way that they're going about that right now because that's what's best for them and if he when he continues to he's so driven and as he continues to work harder and um, to find more streams of income and to provide more for her you know eventually the goal is that he will provide 100% but of course she has to um, she works with what she has as he is a provider he makes it so that she does not have to work Um, he makes it so that she doesn't have to work at a nine-to-five job but that she can just work as she's an influencer so she can work um, with her brand deals and then put the money from her brand deals any extra that she he needs she can supplement and so that is also being my provider So it's all just about, um, you know, is your man in that mindset where he genuinely wants because he values you so deeply and and thinks that you're so worthy, he wants to give that to you. And many of us will date men who reflect back to us our own beliefs of our own unworthiness. So this is why I said earlier that you have to get a man who reflects back to you what you want to see and what you believe about yourself, which is why it's all about um, changing your internal beliefs about yourself, but then also setting standards of like this is the new life I want to live this is what I want to see reflected back to me so this is the only thing I'm going to accept so for a lot of women um, they're going to receive men that reflect back to them their own belief of their own lack of um, their own belief that they're unworthy and they're going to date men who make them feel unworthy because those men think that they're unworthy right so that woman feels deeply in her heart unworthy and so then she can be manipulated into paying rent the full rent a lot of women do that pay the full rent or a lot of women will pay 50 50 um with rent or we'll do stuff like that or we'll do you know a lot of women will get in situations it's all just about you know what is your man reflecting back to you that's a really good indicator of your own inner work like where you're at on yourself so if your man is reflecting back to you that he doesn't feel that you're truly worthy or that you need to prove yourself to him you know some men will say um that you know a woman has to be their wife or has to have a child by them for them to provide for them and that is that if a woman partners with that man that means that she believes about herself that she is not worthy of receiving unless she gives so much of herself away unless she does so much and does xyz she's not actually worthy then because she's just going in some sort of bartering exchange she's not actually she doesn't feel that she's actually worthy so it's all about getting back into your sense of your internal worthiness and um so looking at the men that you've dated and that gives you a pretty good standpoint of where you actually are in yourself and what they think about you um 
and what you think about yourself. And then from there saying, you know, what do I think about it myself? What are my beliefs outside of these men? Like, where are my blockages? What do I actually believe? And then setting standards for the men that you're going to accept in your life and setting standards for what they're going to be. And saying, you know, I only want to accept men that do X, Y, Z because that is what I feel about myself or that's what I would like to feel about myself and I'm still working on it. But um, I know that that's where I'd like to be. So that's the only thing I'm going to accept. And um, and that's a really good guide guide to really get you there. And it really just all comes back to getting deep into your inner sense of worthiness. And and yeah, so so that is today's podcast episode. I hope that was helpful for you guys. And um, and and yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I am thinking about, you know, being provided for or receiving Um. I think it just also, it can go with anything. It can go with jobs. You know, me and Jeremiah were even talking about how a lot of women, yes, there's a pay gap because of, you know, patriarchy, but then there's also a pay gap because women are conditioned, which also due to patriarchy, but women are conditioned to believe that they're not truly worthy, to not value themselves. And men are conditioned to value themselves and to feel that they're worthy. And so when women go to jobs and when women, um, you know, go to um, to request a salary or, or they're offered a salary, they're so much more less likely to reject it or to negotiate and to say, no, I'm worth more. I'm actually more valuable than that. And I remember in the beginning of my being an influencer, in the very beginning, um, I was charging maybe... You know, mind you, I have over 400,000 followers altogether on my platform. And if you add my podcast, I have, you know, over 500,000. So it's like, you know, I have a lot of women who are a lot of influence, right? (laughs) So um, an influencer, you know, there's a lot of influencers out there, but I um, do have a lot of influence. And I have, you know, a audience of women who really value what I say. And my voice is very valuable and my influence is very valuable. And for me, I only work with brands that I genuinely believe in, that I genuinely believe in, that are eco-friendly, that are sustainable, that are vegan, brands that I would buy on my own and that I'm really proud of. And so when I'm coming to that brand with um, that much energy, because I actually care about the the product, like for example, I was promoting, um, you know, uh, what was I promoting recently? I was promoting Daring Chicken. Um, it's vegan chicken. And I really genuinely care about that brand doing well. And I per- care about my my brand um, or myself promoting that because I genuinely love the product. I care about veganism and I want that brand to win. So I'm bringing all of that to the table and I'm bringing a huge follower base that genuinely cares about what I'm seeing. Um, And in the beginning, I was charging maybe $200 for like three posts, like literally three three whole TikTok videos or for three whole, you know, like an Instagram post and three TikTok videos, like doing so much for so little. And that really shows, you know, me and shows others, if you're listening, um, what I felt about myself. Like I was not secure in my own value. 
I wasn't secure in how much value I'm actually bringing. And I remember even Jeremiah really transformed this in me because he's very secure in the value that he brings. And um, he was, you know, explaining to me like you um, are not secure in the value that you bring financially to a company when you're when you're working with um, brands and you can be charging um, two thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or even up to five thousand dollars for the amount of value that you bring like you are extremely valuable and so worthy of receiving that and I remember talking with him about this and just being like wow like I never I like would not like I just it hadn't clicked to me and you just realize how conditioned women are to not truly know their worth and to not truly feel valuable and when you know when you start really deeply um cultivating that deep inner sense of self-worth and that deep inner sense of value like you know you are valuable and you know that you are so worthy and you have deep respect and reverence for yourself on every level you stop accepting breadcrumbs for me stopped accepting breadcrumbs of relationships and of you know life and then also probably the last part of that to go was as far as financial um uh communications with companies with brands um just being like wow like I bring an incredible amount of value to this company and it was crazy because as soon as I started asking more it was immediately met immediately met and I was like wow I remember even last week I just secured this brand deal for two thousand dollars and um and I was like wow you know I um I just literally sent them my rates and said and was confident in myself and and valued myself and said these are my rates this is what I'm charging I'm charging two thousand dollars for a TikTok post and the brand said perfect we'd love to work with you Versus imagine if I had said, if I, if now I know that I'm worth $2,000 for a TikTok post, right? Versus, um, whatever, maybe two years ago, I thought I was worth $200 and so, or even a hundred dollars. So then I come to that brand and they're willing to pay $2,000, but I say, Hey, I'm willing to do that for a hundred. They're going to say, Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Don't tell her that we're we would pay $2,000. We'll just take a hundred. Sure. And everything that has to do with everything. Men will do the same thing. You come to a man and you're like, oh my God, no, it's okay. I'll do this. I'll do that. You know, I'll treat you like um, I'm a slave and like I'm your maid and I'm doing everything for you. And, you know, and he's going to be like, oh, great. You know, I can really take advantage of this woman. Oh, great. I don't have to do shit here. Let me just sit back, you know. But if you come to the table and you're like, hey, this is what I require, even even in any relationship, even with any man, even in the beginning of my relationship with Jeremiah, you know, he was like, wow, I was waiting for a woman to say this. I remember he was like, I was waiting for a woman to have standards, to have real boundaries and to have real standards and to say, this is what I will and won't accept. It's non-negotiable, you know, not not as far as the providing or anything, but as far as, you know, my boundaries and standards um, on how I'm being treated. It's about life. Like life wants to 
meet your standards and life wants to give you what you're asking for, but you have to know your deep value and to know your worth and to stand in it to actually receive it. And so even, you know, with jobs and even with, um, with money as far as jobs and everything like that, you know, making so much more money because I'm just like, Hey, I know what I'm worth. I know this is my non-negotiable. I'm willing to walk away. And that's really important too. Like I'm willing to walk away if I don't get what I deserve. Um, I'm willing to not partner with you. If you're offering me, you know, $300 when I'm asking for a thousand, then we're not going to work together. I'm not desperate for $300. And that has to do with dating as well. You can't be desperate for anything. You have to be secure in yourself. And when you're not desperate and you can stand in, you know, this is what I'm worth. This is what I believe about myself. These are my non-negotiables. These are my standards. Then you can receive all of that, but you're going to receive a mirror back to you. So if you believe that you're worth, you know, $2 as far as dating, you're going to get $2 back to you. You're going to find someone who's ready to exploit that $2, right? So so anyway, guys, um, I hope this was helpful. Jeremiah is getting in the shower right now, so I'm going to um, cut this episode here. But I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you soon. And I, yeah, and you guys can follow me on all my channels, Victoria Duvall, and you can book a free intro call for coaching at victoriadevall.com. And I will talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.